ladies and gentlemen. Triple M has rocked Sydney since way back when. And while some shows come and go, one show remains. Absolutely brilliant. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Listen to the crowd roar. The greatest sports legends. Would you put your hands together? The soundtrack to your Saturday mornings. And in 2022, a couple of the stars returned to the starting lineup. And here we go. The best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman, join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. Oh, it's Belts on. Welcome. So welcome back. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. And a very good morning, everybody. Well, it's Maroon in for uh, as Dan's gone to Perth to get ready for Origin, do his voice exercises and whatnot. The Dead Set Legends on Triple M, uh, Candace Warner and Rich Freeman. Firstly to you, Candice, you're just telling us good morning firstly. Good morning. You're very excited I today. I am. I'm just in a really happy mood for some reason. I'm really pumped for something. I don't know mm. what it is. Maybe it's the Origin tomorrow and I'm really excited I don't know. I'm just in a good mood. Well, I'll see if I can fix that. <laughs> I'll have a, have a happy knack of making you well, we've got storm two, out. We've got two hours together, yeah. so yes. anything is possible. Exactly. They've given me caffeine before the show too. This mm. is this is not a good thing. Or maybe I can make you happy. Oh, come on. How you going, Maroon? I'm all right, mate. Great to I'm, have you back yeah. here. No, it's wonderful to be here. I, I wonder why Dan had to go so early. I over. wonder that too. Well, Rich, have yes. you got any theories <laughs> on why, why that might yes, be? Yes, I have theories. What are they? I don't think we should bring mm. them up. I thought maybe he's got to do some stuff for Fox. I thought or... he might have, you know, some action over there. Or oh, you know? but yes. you never know with Dan. He's single man. Single man, yep. Man of mystery. He's got a bit of some... work. Yes, he is mysterious. Man of mystery, about it. isn't he? Yes. You yes. don't. You don't get much out of him. You don't. No. But if that's all part of his. Yeah. You know. His his mystique. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe somebody might out there in uh, Sydney might know why he's gone over early. And if you do, we'd love to know. One triple three five three. Women's Origin last night. It was an absolute belter of a game. And New South Wales win one back. We're going to talk about that next. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough. Do you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. With Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. It's the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Candice Rich and Maroon in today. And, of course, it's Origin Weekend in Perth tomorrow. You can catch that game live on the Triple M Network. Last night it was Women's Origin at GIO Stadium in Canberra. Here are some of the highlights of that game. Triple M Rocks, State of Origin. Game highlights. Brayley a dummy half again. Gets a little off low. And they're over for a try. And I think it's Destiny Brill. I can't see the number. Yep, Destiny Brill. Davis kicks to the end goal. And chases. But did she get there? She's going to give a try. Did she get there? Yeah, it was Davis with another kick. And Tyler Garter just didn't give up. Just puts her foot down. And she's in. She is in. Dips away. She needs support, Dib. She gets around to me. And she doesn't need it. Here's Aiken. Aiken. She's birthed them, Aiken, the Queensland number six, and scores a beautiful individual try. Aiken. Aiken's going to get caught with it. She's going to get caught. She got a pass away to Polite. Polite's got over in the corner. What a play. Tonegato got it away to Kelly. Kelly's going to score for Wales. And that will be the ball game. And no one deserves a try, Woodsy, more than Isabel Kelly. New South Wales 20, Queensland 14. Yes. Origin on Triple M. And that Kareem and McDonald's. That bloody Aaron Woods just yelling all over him. I mean, <laughs> he's just so excitable, isn't he? I know. I love him. Yeah. That was a great call, great. though. So well done. 
Thank you very yeah. much. There were some year. brutal tackles, wasn't it? Yeah. But it was great for New South Wales to get a win after having lost the last two. So a lot of the local girls that live around our part of the world, congratulations to them. NRLW is obviously growing and growing and growing at a rapid rate, but it was a great game last night. Absolutely. And the future of Women's Rugby League is looking really good. It was also a record crowd, 11,300, which is so good to see. But they really do need the three games, I think. Mm. Uh, and, and from going what's on social media, Everyone wants it. Everyone wants to see another game. Mm, It's changing the landscape, isn't it? I mean, there were traditionally games that girls played. And, you know, netball would be one of those games. Traditionally, it was was young girls played it. But now, I think the numbers uh, of players playing, you know, uh, uh, women's rugby, women's rugby league, women's AFL, they're nearly... uh, they're nearly outstripping mm, all these other mm. sports. They're yeah. taking over, I think. But mm. going back to the game, it was, it was really tight. And, um, you know, Queensland almost stole the game in those last three minutes. Um, but then Julia Robson obviously being caught offside. You know, it was a harsh call, but I think it was the right call. Absolutely. There was some talk too. And in fact, this might, might be confirmed. In the next couple of years, it's going to go to two games, which seems a little bit Burko, because what if one wins one and one wins the other? Yeah, I think it's either one or three. Yeah. You, you can't be doing two. What do they do with like a scissor, paper, rock? Well, to... no, hang on. We could have a, some sort of penalty shootout. Or you do it's like... one of my favourite plays, the shootout. Or it's, I it's guess... all it's I watch in the soccer. Like the cricket, <laughs> if it's one or whoever has the trophy from the year before. Yeah. No, um, that's lame. Well, what no, if, what I if, think okay, you, well, then you've, oh, you've got to come up with some shootout. sort of tiebreaker. Of course you talk rubbish. Yeah. No, but I think that I'm with you there, Rich, because you you love Seinfeld. That's vegetable lasagna. Yeah. You know, whoever know, had yeah. it from the year before. It's nonsense, isn't it? <laughs> You've got to have a winner. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you, you have to have a winner. But, you know, going back to, to last night's game, New South Wales, they were just too strong. Their back five absolutely killed them, almost turning 100 metres each. So... The girls, they can play. Yeah. They can really oh, yeah. play. So um, I'd love to see a lot more of it. And our man of the – oh, beg your pardon. And you're going to. Yeah, good. You're yeah, going to, for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Our player of the match was um, Isabel Kelly, the number four for New South Wales. Talk about metres. I think she ran for about 200. So it was a great win for New South Wales and great to see the women's game going so well at the moment. Dead Set Legends on Triple M. Shortly we'll speak to Ben Hannon. He's about 15, 20 minutes away uh, on his fight with Justin Hodges. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Look, we're going to talk a little bit of BBL now. I just realised, though, Candice, why you're so excited today. Mm. School holidays. Oh, yes, yeah, so excited. That'll get you pumped. But what makes it worse, we've got a strike on Thursday, pupil free day on Friday, so an extra few days for the kids, yeah. which means an extra few days for us parents. Mm. It seems the more school fees you pay, although we're through all that, Rich, but... Yeah. The more school fees you Thankfully. pay, the more holidays they get. It seems that way. My kids go to just a little local Catholic school, but mm. they get plenty of holidays. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's my, good. My yes. kids <laughs> seem to always be on holidays, yeah. even on weekdays when they say, oh, no, it's school holidays today, Dad. I go, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what do we do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, let's talk a little bit about the BBL. How do we fix it? Oh, well, it's one of those things that – it needs a lot of fixing. Does it? Um, yeah, it does. I like it. I know you do, but I don't want to. F- but compared to um, previous it. years, uh, we 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 know that those um, big international stars aren't coming out to to play in the Big Bash anymore. Um, so Cricket Australia are basically they're putting out like a, a draft sort of thing. But for me, and and we know Cricket Queensland a draft. Well, they're, they're putting different tiers so that players to entice international players to come over. Right. 
The problem I feel with the Big Bash, it goes too long. Mm -hmm. It goes over a couple of months. I love that. Yeah, you love it. But the players who we're trying to attract these big international players, they can go and play in the UAE in January for three weeks and get double the amount of money. So why would they come over to Australia? Um, So that there needs to be some changes. So I believe that they need to... Throw some weight behind some private ownership. That will allow the game to just reinvent itself, grow, um, and be more competitive. And that's the problem. It needs to be competitive with the other leagues. You know what I hear here, Maroon? Mm. Yeah. Uh, for the players, less work and more, more money. money. No, but this is the thing as well. So the, the Big Bash plays during uh, Cricket Australia's international period. So a lot of our big stars like, obviously, David, Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark, Pat Cummins, the people that... Um, the public want to see play, they can't play because it's during um, our tests when the the Mm. tests are on this summer. So Cricket Australia are trying to block off a period so that they can play. Um, Why can't you make it like the relay at the Olympics? You have all the the local players play the lead up. They Mm. get the... They get them in the position and then you bring in all the big players and play the finals. Yeah, but that's what happens. But they need to be competitive globally. And now Cricket um, South Africa are putting on a league at the same time. So an ODI series that's supposed to be taking place in January is going to be cancelled so that the South African cricketers can go and play in in, in their own T20 league. So there's so many T20 leagues around the world that we need to stay competitive and the only way we can to do that, in my in my opinion, not my husband's opinion or anyone else's, is um, going down that privatisation model. One triple three five three. Maybe you have some thoughts on how we can fix the BBL. But if you do, one triple three five three on the Dead Set Legends here at Triple M. But uh, Candice, you mentioned that they could go to the UAE and do for three weeks. Yes. What sort of money ballparking are we talking about? Um, so a top tier player in the UAE for three weeks would get around that 500k US dollars. Wow. That's so not about, bad money a week. That's about 750 Oz. Where Australia, your top marquee player for the big bash is around 350 Australian, 350,000 Australian, but yep. you'd play, you'd have to play the, the entire, um, big bash to, to get that mm. amount. Mm. Um, and I think there's only a few players, so that would be more for your, Rashid Khans and, and, and players, the international players, to entice them to get them over here. So they play the full league over here, they get 350 Not every player. No. Just a few per team. I think there's three with this new model that Cricket Australia have got out. I think it might be three players per team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, the leagues overseas are definitely more enticing. The UAE one is privately owned? It is a privately owned one and it's their first year this year. Mm. Uh, South Africa will be their first one. Who do, they, who do they hope is going to attend these matches in the UAE? Well, it's huge. Everyone goes. They are sellouts. Wow. I don't know. I've yeah. seen those matches played in Sharjah, which is just, you know, yeah. around the corner. Yeah, but that's test cricket. nobody was there. But that's test cricket. Um, so it's different. And also they have different on, – on a Sunday, they've got their uh, – they've got to go to church and things like that. Yeah. So um, T20 is very different. Mm. Very, so very sure. different. Oh, well, they had the oh. IPL there last year and it was a sellout. So okay. there you yeah, go. Yeah, but they'd yeah. make sure it was a sellout over there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this is... will go. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. Don't but, worry. Yeah. So, no, it is really popular. And um, a lot of the owners from the IPL, they're now buying the teams okay. in the UAE. Wow. So it's... Very lucrative. He's trying to ruin my BBL so that the players can do less work and get more money. Maybe that could be one of your grievances, Richard Friedman. Sounds a bit like you, actually. Less work, more money.
Now let's just move on from there. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Massive weekend for the great game of rugby league. Representative round, of course, tomorrow uh, it will be in Perth, Origin Game 2. Dan Ganane will call that one for you on Triple M. And speaking of uh, Origin legends, rugby league legends who have stepped into the ring, though, guys, it's our, uh, our colleague from the Gold Coast, where he can't even walk the streets these days. The great Ben Hannant, welcome to the Dead Set Legends. Uh, thanks for the intro, Maroon. Love, mm. Always love an intro from you. Outstanding. Well, you know that I like to try and mentor you when I can. <laughs> Polar Bear, you are in absolutely no shape to be getting into the boxing ring. I'm just telling you <laughs> clearly up front. Okay, they're fighting words. If you want, uh, well, you this comes from a man doesn't mind well, a fight. Man, I've got that <laughs> don't you worry. Ben, how much has preparation has gone into this? Uh, you know, I did hear a, a few weeks ago that it was a, a pretty late call up to you and you had to drop a, a fair amount of weight. How's that going? Yeah, Candice, it's going well. Um, obviously, preparation isn't ideal. I think Hodjo was a little bit scared. He didn't want to give me four weeks notice. So mm. I was 116 kilos, chasing eight kids around, sitting on radio, doing nothing. Yeah, all of us at radio, look, look at Maroon, look at the guts on him. Oh. We, all, we put on weight, we're, we're sloppy, we don't exercise. Mm. So I've had three weeks to get into shape. I'm down to about 106 kilos now. I was 116, so I'm training morning and night. And uh, when so Hojo's sleeping, I'm training. So you are taking it seriously? Oh, I don't want to embarrass myself, that's sure. Yeah, I'm, we're, I'm competitive. Like, Good. When it comes down to it, it's... There's some money on the line, plus there's a carrot dangled in front of us. Hodjo definitely and desperately wants to fight uh, Paul Gallen. So that whoever right. wins this fight supposedly is going to be an origin match between Paul Gallen and either myself or Hodjo. So yeah, that means some decent cash as well. So I'm definitely, it's got me interested. But at the end of the day, I don't pretend to be a boxer. Yeah, I'm a footy player, I'm a dad, but I, I love teaching my kids that there's an opportunity in front of you. What do you do? You run scared or you stand up and, and, and start throwing them. So that's what I'm going to do. And let, let's see um, how, how much glass is in Hodjo's jaw. <laughs> ben Richard here. What's your style? Do you, do you like to get in tight and, you know, or, or do you like to sort of jab and run? Richard, I haven't got a style, mate. It's just it's <laughs> going to be duck, weave, and swing. Okay? <laughs> Keep moving. And, I'm uh, writing that you know, down. That's a style. <laughs> also, Hodjo, he's a, he's a very talented footy player. He's very skillful. He's powerful. But the thing is, he hasn't always had the biggest engine. You know, they're outside right. backs, they sit out wide. They yeah. have pretty runs. And everyone's, wow, fantastic. So you're going to wear so, him down. I'm going to have a crack at him. Yep. If he's going to beat me, he's going to have to work extremely hard for it. So that's that's the... Fun thing, I've played footy for seven years with Hodjo. He's someone that's always going to talk it up and tell you how tough and how strong he is. But, mate, ask Casey Maguire how tough his chin is, you know, after that, that match they played together. <laughs> All Darcy right. Lussick's another one. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like it's going to be a really good fight. But I do want to ask you about um, Origin. Lockyer during the week let slip that there could be some late changes to the Queensland side, um, you know, with Ben Hunt starting and maybe – Harry Grant off the bench. Are we going to see any changes, do you think? I think that's well, that change will probably definitely happen. I think it works so well in game one. And the way Ben Hunt plays, he's, he's aggressive, he's physical in defence. And Harry Grant, his speed out of dummy half and players are fatigued. I, I think that's a no-brainer. But I, we can, I can guarantee the Queensland team will be, will be prepared. Billy Slater, when I was part of the Origin Series, when Billy Slater, Jonathan Thurston, Cameron Smith were all there, and Mal was the coach, those boys actually ran the camps anyway. So 
they're going to be doing it again. We saw game one, they look more composed. New South Wales on paper will always have a better team. But in those big moments, Queensland will look up, play what they see. And that's, that's what Cameron Munts did game one. I've got no doubt Billy will have them all prepared, ready to go game two. Now, what about your own career, Benny? Because uh, I don't think many of the listeners in Sydney realise that you are still actually playing. Who are you playing for? Yeah, the Crumbin Eagles. Yeah, let's not talk about them, mate. We're, 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 we're winning the competition, but at the wrong end of the competition. Right. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So what's with it? I know that a lot of former NRL players play in this. Because I think Greg Bird is, is up there playing as well. Yeah, and... he's playing, yep. Uh, Isaac Luke plays for the Ormo Shearers as well. Sam Tagatizzi plays for the Helensvale Hornets. Every team has NRL players in it. but love it. It's just great to see every team. It's, it's a good quality competition, but a lot of our kids didn't get to watch us play footy in the big leagues. So yeah. for them to come along and we get to watch them play first in the day and then they watch Dad play, it's, it's something special. The game's given us so much. That's the least we can do is go back to club footy, put on a bit of a show, have a laugh, and spend some time with the patrons of The Voice supported us while we play That's footy. a really positive That's outlook. If, if my husband retired from international cricket – and decided that he wanted to play park cricket. park cricket. Oh, I would be filthy. Really? Oh, God, I haven't got it in me. All right, well, look. Uh, What's wrong with that, Candace? Oh, Come well, on. your Hang game's on. a little bit shorter than it. You're a woman of the people, Candace. Come on. Benny, let me tell you, if she doesn't want it to happen, he will not be doing it. That is a given. All right. Oh, we know he wears the pants. Oh, ben, uh, we've got to let you go there, mate. But uh, Ben Hannon versus... Justin Hodges, who will go on to be cannon fodder for Paul Gallen. Thank you, Paula Bear. We love you very much. Well, who you hang on. Who you tip him first? Don't hang up until you tell me who you're backing. I'm backing Benny. Yeah, yeah I'm on your we side, love Benny. You, mate. We love you, Benny. Smash him. Game, set, and match. And other cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. Candice Warner, Rich Friedman and Maroon filling in for Dan. It's all thanks to the Mitsubishi Triton. The Triton's turbocharged engine can take on anything, and I mean anything you throw at it. Let's do this. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. All right. Last night's AFL... Uh, Western Bulldogs, Hawthorne, West Coast, Essendon. Swans play St Kilda tonight at the SCG. Um, it's a big game. Swans are seventh and Saints are eighth. Who's your tip for that one, guys? Well, I reckon it's going to be a fantastic match, this, because both are pretty desperate, Swans and St Kilda. Mm. I mean, the Swans have been patchy. St Kilda have been the same. If they're going to hang on in the eight, one of them, you know, only probably one of them is going to. So mm. I, I reckon it's a solid match tonight. Mm. I, I'm looking forward to it. I've already seen some people around mulling around the city in their Swannies gear, so they're mostly going to have a big crowd. Yeah, they always seem to, but I just think the Swans are going to be too good for the Saints. Um, yeah, I, no, just, I do. I, I do yeah. uh, if Swans play their best and Saints play their best, Swans are a better team. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, in a revelation that's a revelation, at least, that surprised nobody, the coach of Serena Williams has admitted he has coached Serena during matches for decades. Of course, coaching during a match is a big no-no. Yeah. yeah. And, mm. and we also saw, um, which, which is, makes it even more interesting, that he was the coach during their, her explosive 2018 US Open right. uh, game against Naomi Osaka. Which, when she blew up and called the chair umpire yeah. a, a liar well, she got, or something. And, and then she got the code violation and she yeah. wanted an apology and it was yeah. a really ugly scene. So, mm. And he's come out and said, yeah, we were doing it. Yes, basically he did. Oh. So, yeah, it's... Um, this is not good. Mm. No. This yeah. is not good. Uh, what about this one? This is this is one that I, that fires you up a bit, Rich. 
Brooks Kepka, a four-time major winner, is the latest name to join Greg Norman's Live Golf Tour. Money talks. Eventually, they wore him down with the money. Brooks Kepka has been saying, oh, you know, I'm not leaving the PGA. I'm, I'm solid with the PGA. And then, of course, they'd have given him some massive sign-on mm, fee, mm. and he's taking off over there. Um, look, I, I don't know if there's a good thing for golf or a bad thing for golf. It's bad for the PGA. They, they've gone nuts over it. Yeah. But eventually, you keep throwing enough money at these sports people, and they will turn. Everybody's got a price. Haven't they? Yeah, I agree with you, well, Maroon. Well, Candace, then let me ask you this. How much Uh-oh. money would you need? <laughs> yes. To con- would I need or want? Want. Yes. Want to convert your passion mm-hmm. from the rabbitos yep. to the roosters. Uh, yeah. Couldn't. Come yes, on. You no, come I on. couldn't. No, 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 no. no, 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 no so no. you'll do this just it's for the like sake of the argument. It's like taking my blood out of my body and if, putting new blood. I couldn't do if it. If I turned up with a $10 million check no. to get you over there. Twenty. No. Because eventually we're going to get to a price where you go, oh, consider it. And then we're not arguing over the principle. Yeah, it's but then I'd the lose price. my family and, and your, your family don't have a price. So no. Yeah. Well, You'd good on you, Candice. That's yeah. the correct answer. I am staunch. What if I, what if I offered all them a, you know. No, they the, wouldn't. I guarantee they We're would. solid. Yeah, where re- we come from, we are rock solid. Yeah. See, Fru Blue Rabbit, mate. You know, you see, he doesn't understand. No. Does he? I no. will never understand no. that. And you know what? <laughs> because it's. BS. Yeah. There will be a price. No, they wouldn't. Uh, yes, they will. But no, I think no. <laughs> Candace is she's staunch, mate. Yeah. Rabbitohs people are rock solid and yeah. old school Marubra right. people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't. Yeah. You, you're not welcome around. If you're my a Rabbitohs fan, ring up and tell us your price. <laughs> <laughs> uh, athletes have never been the smartest people in society. Example: a stack of them have lost copious amount copious amounts of money. On cryptocurrency, one of them is Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence. He put his entire bonus into crypto and lost $22 million. Yes. Well, you know what? If you bought crypto about eight years ago and you'd only paid like, you know, $1,000 a coin for it, Mm. at 20,000 US, you're pretty happy. Yeah, right. But not if you've paid like the 69,000, which was the, yeah. which was the peak. Unlucky yeah. for you're, him. Yeah. You're, you're I don't understand deep. crypto. I don't either. No. I don't want to understand it either. It's like this new world that oh, is yeah. just What about the non-fungible me? token? Are you into that too? No, I don't understand any of it. What's that one? The non-fungible token. Look, NFTs. it's for another show. Yeah. It's for another show, but it's just another one of these digital assets. I only understand cars. Buy them for 65000 sell them for 9000 yeah. <laughs> hey? yeah. It's a Dead Set it's Legends a on Triple M. Engineered beyond tough. Become a Dead Set Legend in a Mitsubishi Triton. Nothing can frighten a Triton. Candace Rich and Maroon, we're doing it thanks to the Mitsubishi Triton. We're just talking about uh, Candace <laughs> off air, about Candace's uh, uh, drumming. I'd forgotten that you you drummed, Candace. Uh, have you yes. been drumming lately? I haven't drummed in a while, right. but... Um, Love playing the drums. Have you got a kid at home? Not at the moment. Right. Um, but it's something that after having a, a chat to you guys, that it's something that I need to do. Yeah. Dave's got a golf simulator yeah. and a bar and a, and, and a man cave. Right. And he's yeah. like, you've got the kitchen, which I think is quite sexist. Whoa. Whoa. I'd say he, whoa back yeah. there, fella. Did so, he say that out loud? Yeah. But Man, it, yeah. Wow. <laughs> we got a tour. <laughs> so I'm thinking we've got an office that we don't use. Yeah. I'm thinking... Before he gets home, I need to make it soundproof, get yeah. myself a drum kit. And I, 
And you know how I was really excited at the start of the show? Yeah. Mm. Now I'm even more pumped. I'm, yeah. I'm going to make this yeah, happen. Yeah, it's a, it becomes a multi-purpose room yeah. in the office. You can still use it as an office. You can lock the kids in there when they're going crazy. And no <laughs> school one, school no one holidays can are coming yeah. up, so yeah, even that's better. that's a great idea. <laughs> you know, this, could, this could go well. Mm. It is. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to make this happen. Well, yeah, I, you that. know, we could have, Rich, if Candace starts playing the drums, mm. um, we could start up a triple M band. Can you sing? Have done. Well, okay. There you go. Yes, but you can play the guitar. It's badly. Can uh, you sing, Maroon? Well, look, I could probably sing like that song. Wouldn't be very because good. Because it's your favourite song. Billy, you may be right, Billy Joel. But yeah. we get some auto-tuning there and it doesn't matter who sings. Everyone sounds right. good. Okay. Well, look, that's what we're doing. Um, look, it, there's all sorts of different shows about all sorts of different stuff on Triple M. Let's have a show. Let's have a band. Let's okay. have a Triple M band. You really think this and is a good idea? And we can do gigs. No. We can do, yeah. <laughs> We can do gigs on the weekend. Yeah, we yeah, can yeah. make a bit of pocket money. We might even See, do the, the NRL is, grand final. We're, we're taking the piss, and she's thinking it's serious. I am, right? I am serious. I am dead set serious. All right. Why not? Well, exactly. I mean, you live once. Be br- exactly. Be brave. Have you got a tip for the weekend, Rich? Ah, uh, no. Oh, this will be good. See. I'm, I'm dreading this part yeah, of the show now. Because you haven't now. been going very well. Uh, thanks for that. Yeah. You know, pointing that out. Yeah. No. Well, only your mates will. Hopefully some of the listeners got on my horse last week. Yep, sixteen fifty it paid. Coming. Yeah, it did. I had the favourite in that race and we scratched it mm. on the day. So So your tip's no good. Well. <laughs> it's, it's anyway, go and tell us what you've All got. All right, I'm going back to Eagle Farm. Race eight, last race, the get out stakes. The last in Brisbane yep. is traditionally known across the country as the get out stakes. Yeah, right, right, right. And I'm I'm tipping number nine Wonder Bar. It's nineteen dollars. Now it's an each way bet. She's been going quite well, Wonderbar, but you know it's a strong field. So I think each way, if you can get the twenty dollars or something like that, have a little bit each way. She mm. always runs a good race. Okay. And last week you picked a sixteen dollar fifty winner. Yes. Yeah, because she owned it. There, there's your drum, mate. <laughs> there's your drum kit right there. The winnings right there. Uh, we're going to speak to the jewel, the big Dell, the delicious man, Wendell Sailor, very shortly about Origin. Game set and match. The cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Bit of a holiday coming up, Rich. We know you're looking forward to that. Do you want to share any of those details with us? Or no, I know you do. Want I want to share just some of these places you're going to. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm going on a holiday to in the sun for a couple yeah. of weeks. You're I haven't hiring had a, a super yacht, and you're going to cruise the Greek islands. I wouldn't call it a super yacht. No. Right? That's not what you're telling us <laughs> no, off No, I just hire a boat like you hire a car, right? And then just <laughs> sail off on it. Right? But um, but then Candace made this assessment at what that you might be a nudist. No, you? I'm not a nudist, uh-huh. all right, Are you Candace? sure you're not? You, no. Because I've seen your type before. Your type? There's a new <laughs> beach near where I live, yeah. Little Kong Wong, and you look like the type that would get your little yeah. backpack on yeah. and what just is, go nudie. How do you know all this? Yeah. What are you doing down there? I'm not doing uh, anything. Uh, she's got a drone down there <laughs> hovering above yeah, you. Listen, no. There's nothing wrong listen, with that. I'm going to scotch this right now. Do not bring it up again. I do not go to nudist speech. <laughs> not you, that there's probably anything no, wrong with that. No, that's right. If that's what you do, but I don't. Right, that's what you're telling us on air. It's not what you told us off oh, air. Oh, that's rubbish. <laughs> all right. Uh, Where did she learn all these bad habits? <laughs> uh, she just She was into you, mate. It was an interrogation. While David Bowie was on. Uh, Origin tomorrow, live across the Triple M network or via the listener app. One of the call team has joined us to talk about the game. He's an Origin legend, a jewel international, and he's chock-a-block up himself as well. He's my old mate, <laughs> the delicious man, Wendell Saylor. 
Hey, Maroon, long time no see, mate. I really miss you, mate. Yeah. I just like, Five days a week's not enough, mate. I, I was just thinking, like, this. you've had to work six days straight here, Del. That's not your Amazing. Goal. Mate, I'll, I'll get two weeks off after this, Origin, so oh. I, I deserve it, mate. But uh, how are you guys going? Mate, loving the show, guys. You're killing it. Well, Candice. Hey, Del, it's Richard here. Hey, Richard. Hey, mate. Uh, Candice, this is a man that you might see down at your nudist beach. Do you nude up, Bill? <laughs> yeah, I look, I'm, 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 all, I'm all for that. I'm all for you. I love it. <laughs> Who doesn't love getting nude? <laughs> the Dell loves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Dell, how do you see it, mate? Obviously, New South Wales need to get one back, but the X factor to me is still Cam Munster. Yeah, yeah, um, good call. Um, I think so, Cam is, but I just New South Wales have made the right changes here. I know that Queensland, we had to make two changes, but I think bringing Burton's a good move too because his combination with those Penrith boys, Appy Corris out of hooker, and Cook hasn't been playing well. I know Candice won't like this. You know, South haven't been going great, but this might be good for Cookie too coming off the bench, you know, with that explosive uh, power that he has after about 20, 25 minutes. Actually, exactly what Queensland are doing, that's what you guys are doing, you know, copying us. But that's okay. That's <laughs> Del, um, just, yeah. just just on the, the first match, it seemed very, to me, it seemed quite predictable where the ball was going to go on the, you know, the fifth tackle. And, yep. and Queensland were wise to it and they were, they were onto it and they, they disrupted the kicking game. Having Burton there, does that mean that they can have a second kicking option and it can be a bit less predictable? You mean, will we see the big bomb of Burton? Exactly. I think you guys, you're right. That's what Freddie, I, I said this, I think their, their strike weapon that, that's going to help is Burton. Just the way that he plays, but that boot he's got, I know Cleary's got the best kicking game, you know, in the game, but I just think Burton offers you so much. And for a young player like Murray Tuolangi, mate, when those bombs go up early, in origin on debut, especially with 80,000 people there, you don't want to be dropping that first one because they'll kick, kick to you all game. So, mate, good good, uh, good move by Freddie. And, uh, mate, Burton certainly deserves to be there, but also happy chorus out. I'm a bit nervous about this one. I'm, I'm very confident that, um, you know, Queensland have got a good side still. But I just think New South Wales have made the right changes. And, and to be fair, I thought they were quite unlucky in that first game on that right-hand side. I didn't think that was a forward pass to Tedesco. No. Nah. It changed the momentum of the game. I think that was play on. Dell, there's been stark differences in the team's preparation. Uh, Queensland had a bit of recovery to start off the week. The Blues ripped straight into training. And I'm hearing that on Wednesday, their training session was so brutal that the, the people that were there were a little bit shocked by it. Do you think we're going to see a different Blues come out uh, tomorrow night than what we saw in game one? Yeah, I do, Candice. I think I think what happened too, look, um, New South Wales hadn't played at home for a couple of years. Obviously, you beat us up there um, last year in Queensland, embarrassed us actually. But I just think that 80,000 people, all the boys are excited to get back home and play in front of your home crowd. You hadn't been beaten in five years in front of, you know, your, your crowd in Queensland. I was a bit nervous, but I just think that New South Wales uh, allowed Queensland to play into the game. And then obviously we saw what Munster did. Once you let Munster dictate what he's going to do, that's when he rips you apart. So, um I think the boys are going to be ready now, and I just think it's going to be a really fast start for New South Wales, which makes me nervous because that happened a couple of years ago over there. I think you put 50 points on us, and uh, mm. Tommy Tavo scored a hat-trick. Yeah, well, we've never lost game two under Fittler, but yep. would Freddie shoulder the blame if the changes don't work? We saw game one, um, Cleary shouldered the blame, but do you reckon it will be on Freddie's shoulders? Yeah, I think so. I think Freddie, Freddie's smart enough to understand that, you know, you know, with the wins and, the uh, you know, comes the losses sometimes, and he's got a cop... He's got to take that. And that's, I mean, I, I, I've been lucky enough to play under Freddie and play against him. That's the sort of bloke he is. But I, that's why I reckon this time he'll have the boys primed. And, you know, a lot of good support uh, over in Perth. I'm heading to the airport now. And uh, I, I'm a bit nervous about this one. I, I can't believe this one. But I think we'll be going to a decider uh, in Brisbane. I, I want it to be 2 0. 
But there's something that just... I don't think Queensland are going to be off this game, but I just think that New South Wales, I think they were a bit disappointed with how they played in that first one. And also, as you said about the Cleary thing, they didn't support Cleary. Mate, the, the, we found it too easy to get to Cleary, which doesn't usually happen, and he couldn't get into a rhythm. So Cleary will have a big game as well, I think. Okay, Dale, we'll let you go, mate. You've got to get, get on the plane. And for yeah. God's sake, please don't... Please give that bloke beside you on the plane some peace. It's a five-hour trip. <laughs> I hope he's got his earplugs in because uh, his ears will be bleeding up the five-hour trip. Oh, Thanks, don't worry. I've been there. I know that. Thank you, Del. Uh, coming up, we've got the play of the week and Rusty's uh, motorsport coming up as well because that's just what we do on the Dead Set Legends at Triple M. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. Oh, yes. Play of the week. Thanks to 4 and 20 Australia's original fan food. Bendigo's Dyson Daniels, Candice and Richard, has been drafted to the NBA as its number eight pick. He will play for the New Orleans Pelicans, not to be confused with the Windang Pelicans. (laughs) The 19-year-old debuted for Australia in the FIBA Asia Cup qualifications in February 2021. A great, another Aussie. Yeah, what a fantastic story. And even when he was getting interviewed after, just talking about how when he grew up, loved, you know, playing AFL and, um, you know, that he hopes to take that aggression onto the court. And they're saying that he's, you know, such an unbelievable defender that they can see him going straight into the team. Wow. Uh, seemed like a nice boy too. Yeah, good on him. His good parents suit. were there. They seemed like nice parents. It was a good story, that. Nice, another Australian making it in the big leagues in the USA. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Okay, last week you guys were talking about the AFL player who got off lightly when social media exposed him doing cocaine. Well, this week, Collingwood player Jordan Dugowie has been fined 25000 bucks and, and suspended until the end of the season after he got up to no good on a mid-season holiday in Bali. That's the, I mean, we're only halfway through the season and he's suspended and 25 k Yeah. Well, that's after he had a huge problem in New York, Mm. which, you know, he got out of by the skin of his teeth. He doesn't seem to learn, Jordan, to go. He seems, and of course, I'm not, I've got to be careful how I say this because I don't want to be seen to be uh, um, uh, somehow uh, questioning people's illness, but the go-to card is the mental health issue. Oh, it would seem, yeah. 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 And, and, And of course he went there and. Uh, seems but to have got off fairly lightly. I reckon it's their managers advising them of doing this because, you know, there obviously is a pattern. And as soon as you do um, say about the mental mental yeah. health and mental illness, you know, you back off because yeah. it is a serious thing. Uh, and, uh, and if it is true, then they I've, need their space. Of course, uh, look, I don't doubt that he has some mental issue. You you wouldn't have do to. what he's mm. doing unless you, you had some sort of mental issue yeah. because, but you know, he's just got to determine – you know, you, there's certain things he can't do, and it appears that drinking and partying are two of them. Mm-hmm. We see on occasion these players that, that go off the rails and then don't get back on, don't get back to the straight and narrow, and completely ruin their careers. And I wonder what it's like for these guys when they get to our age, Richard, and they look back and think, I could have, I could have been anything. Regret. Yeah, regret. regret. I always think the people who say... I wouldn't have done anything differently in my life. Yeah, uh, morons. Because mm. there's about five thousand things I'd have done differently oh, if I'd had absolutely. another go. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'd have bought less cars, 
and more ha- houses were so cheap when we were growing up. <laughs> Less cars and more houses. Mm. Uh, as you've probably heard by now, FINA has made a big move when it comes to transgender athletes. They made, uh, they've made 12 the cutoff age for sex changes. That, that is, if men who transition to women after the age of 12, they cannot compete in women's events at the world stage. So now 12 is the cutoff age, Candice. Yeah, I think FINA has made the right decision and, you know, we were speaking about it quite heavily last week and uh, it was up to the organisations to to put this rule into place. So, uh, As a female athlete? Yes. Yeah, would you, you know, are you worried about having to compete against a woman who has been through male puberty. That's what basically what they've said. Yeah, absolutely. You've been through I, male I puberty. Would be. I would be. Mm. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I applaud FINA for doing this. Uh, it, it wouldn't have been easy, but I think it is the right call. And now we can, you know, just get on with the competition. Okay. Now we've found out some things about you today, Candice. We were reminded that you're an accomplished uh, drummer, <laughs> that you fly a drone over little Kong Wong <laughs> on your days off. Yeah. Uh, and you love tennis. I do love tennis. Uh, Wimbledon um, starts Monday. Draw was last night. Um, what do you What are your thoughts? Well, we know Serena Williams is back, which I think is is unreal for the game. Mm. But Nick Kyrgios has has got a really good draw, and and a good draw for him. He's had some great form in the past few weeks. He's made two semifinals on grass courts. He's just pulled out of um, a competition in Mallorca because of a, an abdominal strain. He will come up against Sitsipas in round three, but I think Wimbledon this year is really going to suit him. There's no points on the line. It's a little bit more of an exhibition style, so not as much pressure on Nick, and, and I can see him going really far. And if he gets to the semifinals, he'll be up against Nadal, and, uh, and he, I, I just see big things for Nick Kyrgios. And he's going to play doubles with Kokonakis there as well, so that should be entertaining. He actually said something that I agreed with uh, when it came to the coaching. Mm-hmm. He's not for – they were going to allow coaching from the stands from mm-hmm. the – Yep. You know, which has been a no-no for so long. But he said that was one of the beauties of tennis. And what about these kids who are out there playing who can't afford a coach? Mm, they, yes. they don't They don't have that advantage. Yeah. I think he's got a good point. Mm. Also, what's happened at Wimbledon this year, for the first time in the lead-up, we've seen players uh, practicing on centre court. Last year, there were so many injuries. They There was so much rain. They put the roof over, caused more moisture. A lot of injuries. We saw Nick slip. Uh, that's how uh, Serena Williams got her injuries. So they're trying to wear the court down so... Uh, yeah, good on Wimbledon. Good on you, Candice. Well said. Candice, Richard and Maroon doing the Dead Set Legends today. And up next, we're going to talk a bit of motorsport cars with the great Greg Rust. Oh, no. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Rusty's Motorsport Update for Bendix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Welcome in our old mate, Rusty. Hey, Rusty, we were just all talking about how much we all like Bentleys. Do you like Bentleys? Uh, yes, uh, but I have fond memories of the racing version of them. So um, there was a yeah. racing version. Yeah, yeah, Le Mans. They ran them at Le Mans. Oh, oh. Mm. even I knew that. Who's a fan of the Bentley? Come oh, on, no, we Maroon. All are except yeah. Rich. Maroon wants a Bentley. I just think a you know a man of his um, years, vintage in a in a Bentley. No, you know, nothing could wrong be a with bit a, aging. a Bentley. Two door. Is Richard rocking up to the Triple M garage in one of those again with the big sunnies and the gold chain? No, 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 Rusty. (laughs) Not my go. Anyway, uh, Rusty, um, there's been a change to the 2022 Supercars calendar. An old fave returns as the season finale uh, this year in December. This is pretty cool. So the Adelaide 500, uh, I was very fortunate to be there for the first one and the 
the last one pre-pandemic. Um, the former government in South Australia basically boned it. Uh, the new government that's come in in recent months as a part of an election promise said they would bring it back and they have signed off on that. So it is going to be included in the 2022 calendar. It is the season finale for supercars this year and it will hold that spot through the 2026. So this has been a bit of a favourite event for supercars over, over more than 20 years. Typically it's been the season opener. It's going to be the, the finale. It'll be you know, pretty warm temperatures there but a big party in Adelaide. When they lost the Grand Prix to, to Melbourne, as you guys know, uh, they made a big thing of this, uh, this supercars race and, and it's quite an event for all sorts of different reasons. Arasti, you know my theory on F1 drivers. It's all about the car. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and our mate Lewis Hamilton, when his car didn't go quite so well, didn't go quite so well. But I believe he's, he's clawing himself back up, the, back up the, the list again. I would love to put you in a Ferrari on the grid at the Australian Grand Prix. <laughs> yeah, it, you go. it would only prove my point that it's all about the car. <laughs> Listen, they have made some inroads. I mean, it's crazy to think that Lewis Hamilton has hardly been on the podium this year, right? So he was back on the podium in Canada. A um, little bit of sugar for those guys. George Russell, his teammate, has kept delivering all year for them, but, but not at the same level as Red Bull and Ferrari. So they've got a bit of spring in their step. They've got more parts coming for the British Grand Prix next weekend. Um, I don't know that they'll regularly get on the same... As, as Red Bull and Ferrari, but if they get closer, they could upset the, the title race a little bit, and I think they are getting closer. Rusty, and good news for us Australians, it's looking very likely another Aussie will be on the F1 grid in uh, 2023. So this is a rumour, Candice, that just keeps circulating, right? So Oscar Piastri, remember, he came into Formula 3, dominated, won in his rookie year, steps up to Formula 2, one rung beneath Formula One does the same thing, wins it in his rookie year. This season, he's a reserve driver for the Alpine squad, or what we used to know as Renault. So he's sort of waiting in the wings, if you will. Uh, A lot of talk that he'll go to the Williams team next year. Um, Most of the people on the grid say this guy is too talented to be sitting on the sidelines as a reserve driver. He should be on the grid. Who's getting the basil at Williams so that he can get a seat? (laughs) The, the, the chat is Nicholas Latifi. Now, the challenge there, Richard, is that uh, it, it's rumoured he brings a lot of money to that team for that seat. Yeah. So, um, but but Oscar has some very good people um, around him in an, an advisor, you know, advisory yeah. sort of sense, the, the likes of Mark Webber. So we've got to get him on the grid. He's a huge yeah, the, the, I can remember over the years a, a, quite a number of rather unusual names that you know, came with a lot of money and got a drive and they could barely get it off the grid. <laughs> <laughs> Want yeah, to name well, any of them? <laughs> it's hard because, you know, at that end of the grid, uh, they need dollars, um, naturally. But it is a good thing when you consider that, you know, when, when Daniel Ricciardo first came into Formula One, he was with an outfit called Hispania. They were at the very back of the grid. They were nowhere, right? But it, it gives you a year to kind of find your feet, and you can still actually do things in those cars that the right people will notice. So it could actually be a way to, to get your foundation, just sort of semi off the radar. It is a squad with, with a ridiculous amount of history in Formula One. So the most important thing is he's got talent. We've got to get him on the grid. All right, Rusty. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend, old mate. Always good to catch up. 
Can't wait to call a race with Richard on the grid at the Formula One. That's going to be <laughs> I can't wait either. <laughs> See you later, mate. <laughs> See you, Rusty. Okay, Bendix Brakes, put your foot down with confidence. That's Rusty from Rusty's Garage on the Dead Set Legends here at Triple M. Make sure you're wearing protection because it's about to get rough. There it is, that's out. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. This is the Dead Set Legends on Triple M. We're almost done for the day and, of course, we'll uh, hand you over to Tony Squires and the boys from the Saturday Scrum. But we can't go anywhere, Candace, until we, we've got to do this. It's Richard's list of grievances. People wait all, all morning for this. They do. And then they're terribly disappointed <laughs> most of the time. You know what I can't stand? I cannot stand any of these award ceremonies for people in media. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, we've just had the Logies, you know, people getting up there, big noting themselves, grandstanding. All the wannabes get there. The, the worst one is the one for the cable TV. Oh. You know, <laughs> they all get to that. They all think it's the Logies, you know. It's yeah. pathetic. Mm. They all get there and pretend they're stars and that. And, you know, there might be one star at the whole yeah. ceremony and they all tell each other how much they love each other and, and it's, it's a big love fest and it's the wor- nearly the worst television on television yeah and it's about them yeah yep. does that yeah. say something you know what i know i know what you're saying and i i agree with you which is a rarity however i was watching the logies the other night and uh bruce McAvaney got up and, yeah. and did this hall of fame speech and it was something else so uh besides from bruce and, and patty newton who got up in in memory of bert the rest was pretty much well, rubbish. It sounds to me, Candace, like you loved it. And no, you are completely I, no. opposing what Richard said. No, 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 no. It was rubbish. The, the jokes were terrible. They weren't funny. It was awkward. But those two moments with uh, the Patty Newton and, and yeah. Bruce McAvaney were Bruce is awesome. a friend of mine. And I support him being recognised, of course, because he's a genius. But, you know, the rest of it. What are you know? What do they think they're achieving yeah. here? No, yeah, no, no, just stop it. And some I of the nonsense they wear, some of the nonsense they turn and who's, up in. Who's funding it? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Whoever, then <laughs> it's costing too much. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's a grievance for another day. Candice, always good to see you. Likewise. And Richard, we'll catch up with you again, mate. Perhaps. Yeah, hope so. Yeah, well, hope you so. never know after each show, it's a day-to-day thing with me. You know? <laughs> Someone's going to ring me and say, Rich, Rich, a uh, bit of bad news. Yeah, oh, I've been you, there a few or times. Or he's got a better <laughs> offer and just brushes us. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, not likely. Engineered beyond tough. Become a Dead Set legend in a Mitsubishi Triton. Nothing can frighten a Triton.